www.guitarnoise.com on the internet. So grab your guitars. Let's get to playing. Yeah, get to playing sounds really cool, I guess. Kind of corny though, right? Anyway, welcome to Guitar Noise Podcast number 23 and... First off, my apologies that this one took a little longer to get up online. And also apologies that this is kind of like a sidetrack. Originally, I was planning on doing more with our Star of County Down, but from getting emails and, and some responses from... The last podcast, it seemed like maybe we needed to uh, kind of slow things down a little bit, get back on a, on a little bit more firmer ground with what we can do, can't do, um, and get us all on the same page because we're all learning together, and that's what we're you know, that's what we're here for. So I have first off changed our song, uh, our featured song, uh, as you have undoubtedly heard. We're going to be going with the old um, song, Will the Circle Be Unbroken? Um, And we are also going to talk about a lot of different things concerning this because, um, well, last month, month of January, it's it's going to be February when this one gets online, um, was about singing and playing at the same time. And I also wanted to talk a little bit about getting loose and making things comfortable for yourself. And that's part of where we want to start with. And since February is also about practicing, you know, we can work a little bit of that in as well. Um, And we will be starting this time out, I hope for sure. This time, as in Rocky and Bowling called this time for sure, um, that we are going to be going weekly. Um, keep your fingers crossed on that. I am going to be recording the next 30 minute segment as soon as I get done with this one in order to help make the transition go a little bit smoother. But um, yeah, so we'll be talking a little bit about practicing. We'll be talking a little bit about playing and singing at the same time. We'll be talking a little bit about um, filling in while you're singing and um, all sorts of things. And it's just easy to do this with songs that are a little bit simpler. And I think that uh, Will the Circle Be Unbroken will be a better choice for this. 
And I'm sure to be proven wrong by this anyway, but we're going to go with it for now. Cool? All right. Now, first thing that we're going to do is, is get a little bits of the song under our belt. It's fairly uh, even paced. You know, one and two and three and four and this is you know, kind of our count. Um, and that would be a moderate. But the thing is, is because it's so slow with that kind of moderate tempo, it means that we can do an awful lot of 16th note work in it when we get into um, doing some really fancier strumming. Um, but before we obviously get to the fancier strumming, we need to get ourselves set down with the, with the easy stuff. So we're going to walk our way through it. First, the verse. The verse is a measure of G. And we follow that up with a measure that's going to be G7. And we'll talk about that as we get along with things. But for right now, we're going to think four beats of G7. Then a measure of C. And then a measure with G. And that completes the first line. I was standing by my window on a cold and cloudy day. Next line, the second line of the verse, the last line of the verse, since the verse only has two lines, starts again with a measure of G, a measure of E minor, a measure of A7, and a measure of D or D7. That's dealer's choice. You guys can decide which one you like better, and you may find yourself using both. You can use two beats of D and then go to two beats of D7 if you want to get fancy. Okay? So... Let's take it real easy, and we're going to go with a nice one and two and three and four and one and two and three and four. One and two and three. Okay? So I should write that out. It's going to be one is going to be our bass note. Two is the whole chord. Two and is going to be blank. But then on the 16th note between the two and and the three, we're going to throw in an upstroke and then come down on three and also come down on four. So one and two and three and four and one and two and three and four and. You with me on that? All right, then let's walk through the verse. We got G, two, here we go. One and two and three and G seven. One and two and three and C. One and two and three and four G. One and and three and four and G. Two and three and E minor. One and two and three and four and A seven and two and three and four and D and two and three and four. Okay, hopefully you're with me on that. Let's try it again. This time with the interminable singing. Ha <laughs> ha! Good luck to me. One and two and three and I was standing. Cold and cloudy day. 
让我俩我自己慢慢的好回。heard me hit the A string instead of the D string uh, for that bass note on the D, D chord. Raise your hands. Good, because I can't see you. So you fell for that one. Anyway, as you can tell, that wasn't supposed to happen, but it didn't ruin everything. So don't worry too much when you do that. Okay? And that's what we want to talk about next. You're going to make mistakes. I've talked about this before. And, well, if you're not going to make mistakes, I sure as hell am going to make mistakes, okay? Um, no lie. Um, usually when I'm playing a song, I stop counting my mistakes after the fifth one because I run out of fingers at that point and I don't want to be bothered. And I'm usually less than 10 seconds into the song, so um, it makes even less sense to count them at that point. It's going to happen. And if you play like you're going to panic every single time that you make a mistake, well, you're just increasing your chances that you are. But even more importantly than that is that you're going to sound like you're playing that you're afraid to make a mistake. It's important to be loose. Music is organic. And when you're playing the guitar, and again, I don't mean to be giving you the same lecture over and over again, but it's, it's phenomenally important. You want to sound organic. You want to sound like you're not a machine. You want to sound like you're going with the flow of things. And occasionally you're going to speed up a beat, you're going to slow down a beat, you might drop a note here or there. That's all fine. People are not going to pick up on that unless you stop and make a great big deal about it, like I just did with hitting that A note on the D7 chord from a bass note. Oops! I meant to do that. And when you're playing, if you get yourself into a groove and you're feeling comfortable and you're not worried about all the mistakes, that's also going to be able to help you to be able to sing and play at the same time. You may not think so, but it's true. One of the best ways of being able to get yourself to the point where you can sing and play at the same time is to concentrate on the playing. Why? Because if you can get your playing so that you're an automatic and you're not worried about it and you're feeling really loose and easy, then you can play. So what I'm going to do this time is I am going to play what I just played. Kind of like I'm worried about everything that's going to happen and I'm going to play it like I don't care. One, two, three, four. Guess what? I hit the D note right. Now, 
it may not seem like much, but it really is a matter of your own attitude. The worst thing that can happen to you if you make a mistake is that you'll have to play through it and move onward. That's it. Absolute worst thing. I can remember once in all my years of teaching somebody getting hit by lightning. No, that actually wasn't because they played a mistake. That was because of something else. Um, but that's the whole point. Okay? Don't, don't worry about things too much. Now, the other thing is, is that if you can get yourself so that you're loose and you're playing, one and two and three and four and one and have a conversation while you're doing it. Well, guess what? If you can have a conversation while you're playing something like this, even if you mess up a beat here and there, well, that means that you can sing and play it at the same time, because singing is just having a conversation over the whole thing. Get it? Pretty cool, huh? So when you're practicing, if you're worried about whether or not you're going to be able to sing and play, get to the point where you can do your rhythm, and then talk to somebody while you're doing the rhythm, and see how that works. Okay, not too bad so far. Let's tackle on the chorus now. The chorus is going to be a measure of G. One measure of G7, a measure of C, and a measure of G. Why, the first line of the chorus sounds exactly like the first line of the verse, doesn't it? It's kind of fun how that stuff works out. The last line, though, is different and gives us some other things to worry about. Now we're going to go with a measure of C. Then our next two measures we're going to split. We're going to have two beats of G followed by two beats of E minor. Then two beats of G, followed by two beats of D. And then finally, a whole measure of G to get us out. Now, when we get to those two measures that are going to be split with the two um, chords between them, we're going to have to change our strumming pattern slightly, obviously, because we've got two chords instead of one chord for four beats. So why not just use what we do in the first two beats for the second beat, two beats as well? It'll sound like this. One and two and three and four and. Okay, so on the one, we've got the G note, the bass note. One and two is the whole rest of the chord. And then between the and and three, we've got that upstroke. Okay, and then next three, we hit the open E string for the E minor chord. That's four, is the down on the E minor chord. And then we've got the upstroke after the end of four. So one and two and three and four and. And then in the next to last measure, we'll be doing the same thing with G and D. One and two and three and four and one and two. So let's try those last three measures again. One and two and three and four and one and two and D minor and four. 
One more time for good luck. G and two and three and four and one and two and three and four and one and two and three and four and one and two and three and four. Cool. Now let's try the whole chorus. So. G and two and here we go and G and two and three and G seven one and two and three and four and C two and three and back to G one and two and three and four C one and two and three and four G E minor. so far, then we're going to try the whole song. Okay? Verse and then chorus. One and two and three and I was standing by my window on a cold and cloudy day when I saw Come rolling for to take my mother away will the circle be unbroken by and by love by and by there's a bed this so far. Cool? Great. Because now we're going to kick it up a notch. Actually, several notches. Um, there are all sorts of ways of playing the song, and um, you've pr- if you're familiar with the song, then you're probably familiar with lots of different ways of playing the song. Um, or from hearing it done by a lot of different artists and styles. And what I want to do is I want to pick up the tempo a little bit. And the main reason I want to do this is because I want you again to see that if you miss anything, as long as you're keeping the beat steady, it's okay. All right. So this next part is going to be a little bit, it's going to take a little work on your part, but it's not beyond you. I promise it's not. 
we're going to be thinking in terms of 16th notes still, which means that we're going down on our ones and our ands. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to hit the bass note for one, and then on the and of one, I'm going to hit a middle string, either the G or the D string. And again, I'm not going to panic about which one it is or which one it isn't. It's not going to make a difference if you're hanging on to your chord. So on the one, we hit the bass note, in this case the G, and I'm hitting an open string. That happened to be the D string. Two is going to be the rest of the chord, and that's only going to be a couple of the higher strings, probably three or four high strings. One and two. Then on the end of two, I'm going to do 16th notes down up. One and two and. All right. We're going to sit on this G chord for a little bit and get comfortable here, okay? So we're going to go slowly. And as we get comfortable going slowly, we're going to pick up the pace slightly, all right? You're going to hear me cheating and picking up the pace. Keep with it. So, one and two and 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 one. Try the whole song, okay? I'm going to just call out the chords, and we're going to keep it at... We will do it slower than we ended up, all right? But we're going to try to keep this sort of strumming. Now, you will find that you are going to miss a couple. When you miss, don't look around. Don't make a face. Just get back on where you can, all right? And hopefully I'm not going to miss. Hopefully you won't notice if I do. So... One and two and G and here we go. One and two and three and G seven. One and two three and C. Two and three and back to G. Another G. One and two and D minor. A7 and D. Now the chorus back to G. G7. C. G. G. 
let's pick it up a little bit, not tons, but a little bit. And this time we'll add some singing, see how we do. So one and two and three and I was standing try to get comfortable with the chord changes. I also want you to try different strumming patterns. Don't just stick with the things that I gave you, for heaven's sakes. You know better than that, okay? The whole object is to get comfortable with being able to strum it in different patterns and different speeds. And once you're there, 
pick a pattern that you're happy with. Or pick several patterns that you're happy with. Obviously, you can change in between. And you did hear me, you know, drop little beats here and there. I might have missed it down. I might have missed it up. That's the whole point. It's going to sound more organic that way. It's going to sound more natural. But whatever you do, start having conversations or start singing it while you're playing in order to get yourself to feel that you can do both at the same time. It is not that hard. Um, and hopefully you're blessed with a better voice than I have, so that make your life a little bit easier to deal with. Anyway, what we're going to do next is we're going to look at things that we already know how to do, like adding hammer-ons or doing little fills and runs. And we will start with the slower end of the tempo, believe me, and work our way so that we can put together a kind of nice single pattern arrangement for this. Okay? So, until next week, we will see you soon. Mm-hmm.